0: Welcome to the Author Blur Podcast. I'm your host Eric Maynard. Today I speak with Adriana. Adriana is an accomplished writer of five novels. She's won multiple awards. She brings her amazing life into her stories that will have you on the edge of your seat. She explains to us about how she brings her life as a lawyer, a professor, and her love of traveling and the travel she's done into her stories. Also, you'll hear her discuss the fact of she tries to put multiple stories into her books to add more value and entertainment to you the listener she loves her fans she loves to be able to put out these stories and you will love to listen to the conversation we have i hope you enjoy it i look forward to hearing from you and i hope you have a good time using all if you go to her website you'll see she has multiple awards that she's won she has two series of books totaling five different books and from what I've seen they look steamy romance mystery thriller kind of books so it if you can go in and give us a quick description to start off with about yourself and then we can talk a bit about your books if you don't mind
1: Hello, Eric. Thank you for having me today. Uh, Well, uh, my name is Adriana Gavazzoni. I'm a Brazilian author. I live in Brazil. I've been a lawyer for 31 years and a writer for five. Uh, I'm a former professor of law. So uh, everything around my life is about reading or writing. And I just love that. Lions inspires me. That I think my main inspiration comes from my, from my life experience, from meeting people, uh, paying attention to what people say, and uh, uh, observing. I love to observe people, and there is nothing
0: more inspiring than people. Right. And i agree with that people are definitely interesting and they can lead you to a lot of different ideas i mean i can't tell you how many people i've watched over time and just said you know i can see them being this type of character so with that tell me a bit more about your books. so you said that there want your first was it the first series was erotic thriller or help me out here because i'm not a big romance reader so i didn't get a chance to get into your books but i did try to review them like I said, they do look like they're a steamy type of novels. Let's not even pretend, but honestly, I'm somebody that doesn't understand romance very well in the novel industry. Can you explain your books to me and to everybody else so that they can decide if this is something they'd be interested in?
1: Uh, well, my first trilogy, uh, they are psychological and erotic thriller, so they are steamy. Right. Yes. And... Uh, uh, the uh, my, my first trilogy, the the, the books, they are cauldron of flavors. They have mystery, uh, they have uh, romance also, and uh, it's hard to choose a genre. Okay, of cool. course, they 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 are steamy, but steam is not the main part. Steam comes as my main character. On the three books is uh, a shrink. Okay. Uh, she treats paraphilias, their strange sexual behaviors. So yeah. the steamy part of the book comes through her, uh, her clients okay uh, it's not the main story it's the okay. stories their clients tell her and as i love serial killers in their stories i don't love serial killers <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong I, I love stories about serial killers i decide to the job a serial killer so there is a lot of mystery and uh, there is a lot of legal scenes and the legal scenes i have the help of a former special agent from FBI, right. so they they are composed as they really happen. It's they are fictional, but with lots of research, so they are trustable. Wow. Uh, so is, is the, the, the character. She's a shrink. And when I decided to compose her and all her patients, I studied a lot to compose every trace of their, their paraphilias to, I bought text from American Association of Psychiatry. And uh, as I'm a professor, I'm a firm believer in research. Okay. So uh, that's how I composed the first series. the The second, no, the second is completely different. I was a little bit tired of uh, uh, psychological
0: thrillers, and I decided to write mystery and action. All right. So let me so, ask you this, if I may. Sorry to interrupt you, but the first book of one of them is behind the door. Is that behind the, one the door? That- is that the one with the, so that's the first in the series, is that the one with the therapist and the FBI agent, or is that the one that you're saying is more of the thriller mystery? Uh, no. The first series uh, was uh, Behind
1: the Door, Lyra's Journal, and The Brilliant Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the help
0: of this former agent All right. and the psychological trailers. Okay, so let's dive into that book a little bit if we can, since it's the first of a series. Most likely when people go to read you, if they find you interesting and want to find out more about you and read your books, I'm assuming that would be the first in that series because that series there, if I'm thinking right, has three books in it right now, correct? Correct. Correct. Tell me a bit about that book. I saw, I watched the little promo video you had on Amazon's webpage for it and I forget if it was on your website as well, but let's dive into that. So give me a high overview of why is these two characters getting together in the book to do something? I mean, what are they trying to achieve? Because I'm just very curious. Uh, the lawyer, uh, he requires the service of
1: my character shrink. Because he needs to defend a man who killed his girlfriend during a sex game. He needs to prove it was a sex game and not a cold murder. So uh, he hires an expert uh, and uh, here comes the shrink to help him through the diaries of that gal. And the diaries of the main of all the, the, the diaries of the killer, right. uh, she will try to build a psychological profile mm-hmm. of the killer and of the girlfriend.
0: So where's the FBI agent coming on this?:
1: No, uh, the FBI the agent, another the one? I'm sorry. Uh, the FBI the agent helped me to build the legal scenes when the FBI gets involved. Because okay. around around the shrink, a serial killer starts to kill women, a kill, uh, torture and kill women. And uh, it, it all happens around the shrink. So FBI gets involved and the FBI is going to investigate who this killer is. And why he's killing, and what those crimes have to do with the shrink, because okay. it seems just connected to the crimes.
0: Okay, so is so is it kind of a team, or is the therapist the main focus throughout the entire series? Uh, there are two books inside
1: one book in this series. Every book mm-hmm. contains two stories. Huh? Uh, the shrink is going to analyze the story of the killer, okay. uh, the killer who killed his girlfriend. So, when she starts reading his diary, his journal, uh, she penetrates in another story. He tells the story of uh, one year, uh, his one year relationship with the dead girl. And uh, so there are two stories. Okay. The book is divided exactly into two stories.
0: All right. So where do these books take places? Are they centralized in a specific area or do you have them? Um, because I saw that you've talked about your love for travel. And a lot of authors I've read that love travel tend to take their stories to other areas. So do you focus your stories into a single area like Brazil, do you focus it in a city in France or in Germany or wherever? Uh, no, the first book uh, basically uh, happens
1: in New York okay. and the Hamptons. The second book uh, is placed in France, where I live and study for a while. So right. uh, it's a place that I also love. And the third one goes back to New York okay Uh, the other series is different it goes around the world because it's the story of a sniper that chases criminals around the world and then it goes to austria it goes to spain and it goes to argentina uh, even united states that it's a it's a
0: travel it's a complete travel Well, that sounds good. It sounds like you like to add different regions and different. Now do you go visit the areas that you write about or do you research and then hope to go see it when you get a chance?
1: No, usually I write before I know the places, before I know the cities. Uh, Sorry, the country. Usually I know the places, and then I write. The only place that I still don't know and I had to write about was Russia. I've never been there, and it
0: seems with all this complex, <laughs> I, I had planned to go this year, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't see too many people traveling there right at the po- moment with everything going on. But no. with that, it sounds like you have an extensive knowledge. You've actually are writing from experience of your travel so you know the city so you can be more immersive into what you're writing. So with that, tell me a bit about what got you into writing these books. What made you or how did you decide to start writing? I'm a professor of law and a lawyer. You write textbooks. Textbook, writing textbooks and writing novels has quite a bit of a gap between the two styles. So can you explain, a canyon. <laughs> <laughs> so can you explain to me, if you would, how you ended up writing the novels? Because it sounds like you went from one side and then back to another side.
1: Uh, well, first of all, I think I was born a storyteller. I could tell stories to my parents and my siblings since I was a young kid. Uh, then uh, in Brazil, when you are a lawyer, you are pretty much a writer because we need to defend our clients writing their stories to the judge. Right. It's not like in the United States that you go in front of a grand jury and you have to make all that theater. Here is different. You write the story and then you talk to the judge. So writing is my, my whole career, my whole life, okay. but as a voracious reader, I, I've always wanted to be an author, to write my own novels.
0: I always thought I could, and one day I tried, so <laughs> that's five, how it became. And with, is it five or six books that you have out? Cause I thought I saw six. five novels, five, five novels. Okay. So with five novels out, so you said you've been writing for five years which means you're putting out a book a year. Do you have plans for another book coming up? I'm writing two. (laughs) Okay, what two are you writing? I decided to add a first book for my first
1: trilogy. And I also going through a a very complicated uh, situation in the legal field, uh, and I'm very inspired about that story i have to do now and i'm writing about it it's my first
0: book place in brazil okay well that'd be interesting especially for people like me that know very little about the country other than i hear it's beautiful and normally carnival is supposed to be a very exciting time but you said from what some of your emails to me said it's not really that exciting at this point which is sad to hear. No.
1: <laughs> no, because with all this COVID uh, story, uh, we can, people can go out on the streets, can gather together, uh, can, can do the, the party, the carnival used to be. So it seems next year,
0: carnival maybe can can go back to normality, but not this year. understand well hopefully next year is much more livelier times so keep our fingers crossed that way you at least can since you're writing in brazil have something to work off with carnival adding into it but so you have the one that's writing in brazil and i'm sorry what was the first one it's to which series the trilogy you said the trilogy for hidden motives trilogy okay so with that there is that a prequel or is that going to be the fourth in the novel in the series it's going it's going to be the fourth okay and is there any little hints or something you can give the readers for what's going to be coming in that so if somebody's read the first three and they're listening to this now and they say well what is the fourth coming?" is there anything you can tell them well, my shrink decides to visit the real killer in the jail.
1: He's in the Denver facility and she decides to psychoanalyze him inside the jail. So it's going to be about her visits to him, about uh, her practice again, new clients, new patients, new crazy stories and who knows if you really caught the real
0: killer Hmm. we have still tried to find out oh well that sounds interesting sounds like there's still a lot to unpack there so with all that so you also if i'm looking at this right you've been on several magazines you've been a dancer if i'm reading that right you've been very you've I uh, You speak how many languages? Four languages? Work, four language. Working on Chinese as well.
1: It's hard. I don't think in this life I'm going to speak Chinese because it's really tough. I don't have much time, but
0: uh, I have hopes for that. <laughs> Chinese with the four tones and all that is very difficult to learn. Uh, Complicated. Every time I hear it, I just kind of zone out at this point. So... I can tell you I've attempted it myself and it's a it's very difficult but it sounds like you with your languages you do like to learn you do like to absorb do you add any of those languages and things into your stories as well or do you do that to learn and what other hobbies do you tend to find you're doing that you try to add into what you do with your publishing your writing
1: I love to learn uh, languages. I think I've learned so many languages because I love to communicate and I love to travel. And I have this necessity to communicate whenever I travel. I try to discover the flavors of the country I'm going. I'm trying to experience the country's lifestyle. I don't go there to be a foreigner. I go there to try to live the life of uh, the, the natives are living. So language help a lot. I love to cook and flavors are very important to me. So our odors, smells, I, I love, when, whenever I travel, I bring a lot uh, of, of different uh, seasonings and herbs. One day the police is going to catch me when I cross
0: the border. Yeah, to be careful that.
1: Yeah, because I I really love to discover things. I love to dance. I'm not a professional dancer, of course, but I love to dance the tango. I worked for eight years in Argentina, and it's a fashion that came from that time. I love to read. Uh, I'm crazy about literature. I love to watch movies, series, and play with my dogs. My dogs are the the kids I've never had. (laughs) So uh, they are really, really important to me. And you can catch me running with them in my backyard <laughs> and talking to them also.
0: Oh trust so, me I have cats and I talk with them constantly. So and and they understand us, don't you think? I think I, they do. I think they argue with me a lot less than my kids do. So <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, you said you're a voracious reader. What do you read? What other books do you read just in your genre? Do you read all sorts of genres? And if so, who do you read mostly? I, I love to read
1: uh, serial killer stories. I love to read uh, mystery books, main all thrillers, legal books. Uh, I can read pretty much anything. I don't like much. I'm not a romantic person. So I don't like much of those novels. There are about princes that need to be rescued by Mm -hmm. uh, the the charming prince and things like that. I I don't believe in fairy tales. Mm -hmm. I'm not a happy ending fan. So I don't read much that kind of book. I've read something when I was a teenager, but not now.
0: And uh, I think I prefer mystery. I love a good mystery. I understand. So, you get, so obviously, fairy tales, happy ending. You're not into the damsels in distress stories, which, believe me, I can understand that very well. So, what authors then are you reading? So, and do you use any of the, I'm not saying use their information, but for an example, if you're reading an author, reading a book, and you're reading the story, a lot of times the different things that we read tends to the concepts or they develop ideas for our stories. Who do you think that you're reading, one, that you like right now? And two, is there any authors that you feel has impacted your writing? Uh, I think uh, Emily I uh, impacted a lot in my writing. Uh,
1: she was so dramatic and I love a good drama okay i love a good uh oh my god you're going to suffer a lot and uh, you're going to have to build your happy ending because it's not going to be easy right Uh, another book that i really love and inspires me and i've read it five or six times is the devil's advocate i think it's Perfect. It's wonderful. I'm rereading right now for the first time The Science of the Lamps. Oh, good book. Great book. Great book. Uh, it really gives me chills. <laughs> it's great. And I think whenever I read a good author, uh, it's not about being inspired by a scene, but sometimes for the way they are writing, sometimes they give you a trigger for something scene you need. Uh, it's all inspiring. Of course, reading, watching
0: movies, it all inspires. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. So, all right. So, with that there, let me ask this if I can. With your two series, and with those books that you've out, let's—I don't—I'll let you pick which one to start with. But since they're seemingly different types of series, with one of the series, what types of readers would you expect to really get into those books? Who do you think would be the ones that would be drawn into that series? And then, if you could tell me the same about the other series, I'd appreciate that.
1: Okay, I think hidden motive series uh, need people who called oh, don't judge, because it's all about not judging. It's okay. all about accepting people's traumas and dramas and trying to understand. So uh, more mature readers, of course, it's not for kids or teenagers. Okay. <laughs> it has a steamy sense, but for for people that are not going to judge a person. And the the second series, Where the Road Goes, is for people who uh, are able to adapt in order to survive. People that know they can be like a rock, not changing their position, not changing their places, and trying to survive in this world. It's all about people trying to survive and people trying to adapt, even if they need to turn into a sniper to survive, or if they have to immigrate to a foreign country uh, without speaking the language. It's all about adapting. Okay. So uh, the public for, for the second series where the world goes mature, of course, because at least sex is part of life. It is. If I have characters, they are going at some point to 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 have a set a uh, sex scene. Uh, it's not anything pornographic in any of the books, but they are there. They require a more mature public. But if you are someone that you think you can adapt. To something like for example a pandemia <laughs> just happened right. and we had to adapt in order to survive i don't talk about a pandemic, but it's just an example for people like that who can adapt and not die uh they are good readers
0: for my my books okay well that sounds good i mean it sounds like that it's going to keep people very interested you have two different groups that can both get into the different series that you have so it's not just one type of person to focus on which is fantastic because I know a lot of readers will go into multiple areas so that's a fantastic thing is there really anything additional you feel the readers need to know about you that you think that would help them be interested either in you in your book I know you have a very active social media from what it looks like I checked out your Twitter and Instagram where you were in New York recently. It looked like so those yes. were those were interesting. I saw that you had on your social media where you won an award and you came in. What did you get? You got the Browns Award, which is a very impressive thing. If I rem- I'm trying to remember the name of that award, sorry, my. I've been reading a lot of different- readers. Readers'
1: favorite.
0: Yes, the readers' favorite, which you also have that listed on your website with all the other awards you've won. So yes,
1: for for uh, six gold medals for uh, for my books spread uh, among the books and some great a uh, uh, bronze medal and I was penalized to
0: great counters also honorable man shows here and there all right well it sounds like your books are getting quite a bit of attention and winning awards which is fantastic so tell me if somebody wants other than my website authorblurb.com, where i have a profile of you set up where it has a link to your to your website and the information you provided me about yourself and your books where else can people find you? Where would they best be able to contact you if they want to ask questions? Do you have anything you prefer them to do?
1: Oh, the, uh, one thing about me is I love to communicate with my readers. I have no problems answering questions, so they can reach me through all my social media. Oh. Uh, the, uh, the address for them is in my website, com. And I can answer through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. I, I have no preference. In that. You can reach me and I'm going
0: to answer. Well, that's fantastic. And what I'll do is I'll put a link to your website in the bottom of the show notes. So with that being said, I don't want to take up too much of your time. You sound like you're a very busy person. So I'm going to let you go and then hopefully... You, when your next book comes out, we can talk some more, and you can tell me more about that book.
1: Thank you, Eric. Thank you for having me today. It's very important for
0: us authors to have this kind of opportunity. Well I'm very happy to have you here. It was a joy to talk with you. And if you can just hold on a second, well, I'm gonna end the recording and then we can talk a little bit more. So you heard the conversation, and I hope you enjoyed it quite a bit. Now, if you'd like to find out more information about other guests, You can go to authorblurb.com. You can find out information about me. You can find all the episodes that we have there as well. You can also find a place there called show support where you can donate to the show. I hope you do because your support does help us improve the show and keep it going. So everything done is through me alone and your help is obviously helpful. So with that being said, if you have anything, leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. Go to the website, tell your friends, subscribe, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you.